Welcome to the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Twice a week, we share stories, interviews, and tips to help you lead a more positive, authentic, and abundant life. We know the power to make this happen lies within you. Are you ready? Let's go. Right, all right, this is season six, episode 420 of the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad you joined us again. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Hi, hi. I hope everybody is doing well. Yeah, hope you guys are surviving cold temperatures wherever you're at. Yeah. <laughs> I know we uh, we were surviving them over the weekend. It was It was nice, right, at first where we were at in Alabama, and then it got cold like... Chilly cold, like had to disconnect the water cold. Yep. And we're in southern yep. Alabama. So you were, you were, Ugh. yeah, it's the, the cold weather and kind of rain has been following us around for the last couple of months. I mean, we were in southern Florida. Is Naples considered southern Florida, right? Yes, or southwest. Mm-hmm. Southwest Florida. And it was still chilly. We did grab two days in a heated swimming pool, but we did. not so sure I would have jumped in a pool that wasn't heated during yeah. that same time period. So, no, no, but, I uh, agree. Here we are, nevertheless. But, you know, it's February and it's not snow. Yep. yep. So, I mean, it's... Back home's had a couple of snows, but nothing more nothing than... major. Yeah. And, and it is good. A, I think it's good to have a good snow every once in a while, you yeah, know? I agree. It, it's And plus it mixes it up. The winter gets... you get the, There is something about the winter doldrums. And there's something about snow that brightens everything up and makes everything a little bit crisper, a little bit brighter, a little bit prettier. Because other than that, where we're from... There is no it's color. It's brown and gray. And yeah. it's just... Ugh. So we have a few evergreens here that here and there to sprinkle in a little bit of green, but not that for much. the most part, there's not much available to look at during the winter. So, yeah, you got to look for like the positive. You got to look yeah, for yeah. the upside to <laughs> to winter when you know yep. when you can get it. So they have also had some like 70 degree days randomly. They have. They yeah. Have. So let me get you to rate your week. I'm going to give my week a 9.6, I believe. Okay. Very yep. good. Very yep. good. I feel really good about the whole week and. You know, we wrapped up some stuff in the RV. Uh, mm-hmm. So kind of a, I don't want to say a, a relief, but it's good to kind of have everything done. We still don't have everything 100% back where it all needs to go. But for the most part, we are looking good mm-hmm. and finished our little reno project that mm-hmm. turned into a pretty big reno project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. how about you? I'm going to give it like a 7.8. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad week. I did something. I tweaked my knee. My arthritis has flared up and it's been... It's just been a pain in the knee. So, um, but I've been pushing through it. Like we rode our bikes the other day and, um, and then for some reason sitting at on a bar stool at a brewery yesterday, tweaked it again. (laughs) And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. It's just, it's weird the way our arthritis works. It's gotta be the way you had it bent. mm -hmm, Yeah. But it's, I mean, other than that, really great week. Glad to get the renovations wrapped up in Red Bay and moving on. I was glad to hit the road again. Yes, yes. You know, it's odd that we've we've talked about this before, but, you know, people are like, oh, you're on the road, you're going to get tired of moving. So kind of yes and no situation there. We enjoy the move. Drive days are, or travel days are strenuous when we're packing up and we're setting up. But while we're driving, it's pretty cool. We sit, we talk, or we don't. You do your thing on, you know, your iPad or listen to a podcast. Yeah. but you still keep one eye on the road and one eye on the, you know, several GPSs we run mm-hmm. to keep the, keep us headed in the right direction. But 
you know, we still had that kind of connection, and I and I I like that connection when we travel. But you know, for the most part, um, most of the anxiety is packing up and, and unpacking. But our our travel days are you know and pretty I good. For me, I wouldn't even call it anxiety. It's just. It's just, it, there's a laundry list of things to do. So there's 37 feet of this rig. You have to do the outside. I do the inside. And it's just 37 feet of, you know, sometimes, especially now that we have the renovations, because before I knew where everything was at. Right. Everything had a specific place. And now I've found new places, but this is really our first move since the renovation. So I'm still trying to find places for stuff and then remember where I stuck everything. Yes. And it was... By the time we're done with travel, and we've told you guys this before, it's just we're really, we're pooped. That's why we intentionally, like, we plan out, you know, meals. It's going to be, like, we had soup. But it was nice. We had soup by the campfire. Yes. And we had several nice. meals outside by the campfire this week, mm-hmm. which is the first time we've been able to do that. It's either been too hot, too buggy, or too cold. Mm-hmm. But the point I was making a few minutes ago was, you know, we sat still for three weeks in uh, January, December, January, mm-hmm. uh, we were in Naples and I was looking so forward to sitting still for a while because up until then we had kind of been running yeah. and gunning, and hadn't stayed any more than three or four nights at any given spot. Mm-hmm. But by the very, very end, I would say the last two days of that three weeks, I was excited to be moving on and getting back on the road again. So mm-hmm. there's something to be said for you know, the give and the take situation or, or having both ends of the game, you know, I really do like sitting still. Um, I think seven to two, seven to 14 days is probably going to be our sweet spot, which yeah. we haven't found out yet. But um, I also dig, you know, seeing other things and going to different places after a while. I do too. And this state park we're at right now is a really cool state park. It's um in kind of I don't know, southeastern uh, Alabama. It's near Alexander City, and it's called Wind Creek State Park. And it's right on Lake Martin, which is huge. 30,000-acre lake. Yeah, it's huge. Bass boats back and forth all day long. And pretty much during the week, there was only a handful of campers here. And it was quiet, and it was really nice. And actually, the weather was fantastic. Tons of birds around, and... It was it was nice to have at least a couple of days where the weather was nice enough where we could sit outside with t-shirts and you of course have you still have your shorts on it's freezing outside and you still have your shorts on but like I could sit outside with you know short sleeve shirt on and not freeze to death until after the sun went down but even then it was not so cold that like a fire didn't keep you warm right. it was it was really nice to have dinner just sitting outside yep. And not have to be inside all the time like we have been. Because especially after we had the renovations, unless we went out to dinner, we were inside the rig all the time for a week and a half. Yes. Well, we were inside the cabin, too. The cabin and the, and the, and the coach. But. Yeah. So I want to give you major kudos. I'm really, really proud of you. Oh. Yeah. What? Be- a plus? Yeah. You read your second book. Yes. Cover to cover. Yep. Really proud of you. Yep. You made it a goal and you did it. Yeah, and that ties back into what I want to talk Good. about. So, so I'm really so first off, I'm really proud of you because you picked nonfiction. You. That is probably <laughs> one of the hardest things to read because it it's not it doesn't flow. There's not necessarily like a story to it. They're giving you facts and information, and that's pretty much it. Not saying that they're not telling a story, but it's not like you're reading like the book you're reading now, which is a Brad Meltzer. Right. No, it's it's. It was kind of like reading a textbook cover to cover. Um, I don't know how you did it. And it, you know, and I'll be the first to admit the language, 
was a bit over a little bit over my head. Just some of the words that they were using, because some of it was scientifically based, mm-hmm. and you know some of the some of the terms they were using were a little bit over my head. And uh, you made the suggestion that that you know go forward with reading on a Kindle app because if there's a word that mm-hmm. you don't understand, you just you long highlight press it, it, highlight it, and then it'll give you a definition, which is good. It'll also speak to you. So there's a little microphone, there's mm-hmm. like a speaker, and there, if you're not sure how to pronounce a word, it'll pronounce it for you too. So f- if I see a word like, like flim flam, I flim flam, you highlight it, it'll give you the definition of flim flam, and then you hit the little speaker and it says flim flam. Gotcha. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. So I'm going to look up valence. They push the button and see how it's supposed to be pronounced. In Alabama, (laughs) they call them valences. With a long A. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But we at home call them valences. So, you know, soda, pop, potato, potato, tomato, tomato, I guess. Yep. Yep. So let's talk about these big changes equal big changes prioritize. So that's what I I want to talk about. I have no idea what he's going to talk about, people. (laughs) So part of that has to do with going back and reading a book. So we've made big changes in our in our lifestyle, mm-hmm. moving into the RV, mm-hmm. our workloads, everything that we do, which has created pockets of time that weren't there before and have taken other pockets of time away that we have. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about making changes in your lifestyle. Sometimes it's necessary to make changes in your life. Okay. So, you know, the, the big changes that we made – Naturally, you guys that follow us know we went from our bricks and sticks, which was almost a five thousand square foot house, into four hundred square foot RV, and hit the road, which we've been do- we've been doing for almost four or five months. Yeah, almost five months. Tomorrow now. To, or today, you, when you guys listen, yes, to us, it'll be, it'll, five be our, it'll be our five month anniversary mm-hmm. of actually being on the road. So we talked a little bit about the, you know, being on the road and and some of the changes we've had to make and some of the adjustments we've had to make to be able to do this. And like giving each other the time and the space that we need when we need it and not when we don't need it. Um, and it's been very few times that we felt that we've needed that extra space only because we both do a few things a little bit different than what we did before. But the traveling part and the pairing things down and the getting in a camper has really made us readjust who we are as a person. Mm-hmm. So the big changes that we both made in our lifestyle have equaled some big changes in my life period. Number one, reading. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a priority. That's why I pri- prioritize on the list, which happens to be my one word for the year. Mm-hmm. So you got to remember when we had bricks and sticks, it was cutting grass, cutting firewood, cleaning up. You know, there was always, always, always a huge laundry list of things to do. Being in the camper, that list has decreased substantially, and you're also afforded a little bit more time to do some of those things that are on your list. Because everything is detrimental. Like, if you don't cut the grass this week, next week it's going to be really difficult to cut the grass. Mm -hmm. Same thing with raking leaves and the whole nine yards. So the big changes in in our lifestyle that have led to big changes in my life have given me an opportunity to take time to read an entire book. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 60 years old, and even when I was in high school, I didn't do it, couldn't do it, only because I had a problem focusing for more than 15 minutes at a time, never read a book. So this was only the second book I've ever read cover to cover, and the first one counts for me, but really doesn't count because it was a very small, very easy book to read. Okay, so when you start to read books, you shouldn't start with War and Peace. Yeah. <laughs> you should start with small 
and easy to read because then you get into, hey, I really enjoyed this. I want to try another one. Yes. And that's where I'm at because in the past, reading, I don't want to say bored me. It didn't, it, my focus wasn't there because it I had so much you. stuff. Yes, because the priorities were different because I had so much other stuff running through my brain, work, mm-hmm. you know, and all the other other things that life put in the way. But also along with that, it's allowed me to do a different, um, I don't know if agenda is the right word, what's the word I'm looking for, you know, to get up in the morning, the way I do things through the course of the day. Like your agenda for each day? That's what's agenda. I don't know if agenda is the right agenda. word to use, but, you know, Doris. so it's allowed me to adjust, you know, getting up in the morning. Now, I used to years and years and years ago, back when I was in school, I ran a lot, and that was a priority for me. I would get up, get moving, you know, get my my running done just about every single day with some type of running activity during football, wrestling, and everything else I did. Well, that went away as an adult because my priorities changed, and it was all about work, taking care of the house. Those priorities have now shifted again, and it allows me to do that. And, you know, getting up in the morning at my leisure, which is still both of us get up at a fairly mm-hmm. – early time or respectable time in mm-hmm. my means but that's just for us everybody else's time could be different but i want to get up and i look forward to getting out to doing that walk or doing that bike ride depending on where we are i think mm-hmm. i like the bike more than the walking only because i can get the same amount of exercise get my heart rate up a little bit quicker but the walking brings me a little bit more peace so i yeah, like to try slower. to sprinkle yeah and i like to try to sprinkle it in especially if we're in an area with some hills where it's not all flat um and there are a but, lot of hills here at the yeah. state park. But those few changes alone have allowed me to change my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and number one, by reading, which now I'm, I'm into. I've already started another book. My original goal for this year was five books. Five decent-sized 200, 300-page books, yeah, not yeah. you know picking up five magazines and thumbing through them. Right. Um, I now feel that I'm definitely going to be able to accomplish that. Um and it probably wasn't as lofty a goal as I thought. But a lot of things change once you get started on something. I, you know, to tell me at 60 years old, I've completed two full books and I'm going to do five in one year would be like, yeah, I don't know. That's a lot to ask out of me. I think it's, but I think it's kind of like what, what engages you, right? So you, ch- the first book you ever picked up, picked up was Dianetics. And I'm like, where do you get this stuff from? Because you're, you go from not reading to, to trying to, to read stuff that, like I said, it doesn't necessarily tell a story. And then I shared a book with you. Is it James Patterson? I think it was uh, something's letter to Jennifer, whatever, with years and years ago. And you read that one. And, and that um, took me like. Daniel's letter to Jennifer yeah. or something. But that Y'all took me a long me. time to read. And it was just a little thin book (laughs) yes but you did read it and then also now you read this one because mike Rowe talked about it and you thought it would be something that would really interest you but i think it was a little bit more complicated and a little bit more scientific i'm hoping that you really enjoy Meltzer because there's truth woven into the story that he tells and they're very fast-paced books once they get going he's got to set the scene so you got to have a little bit of a plateau right and then he's got to ramp you up and you're going to take off like a roller coaster I hope so. I mean, I just, I only read one page of it because we decided to, to go do something yesterday right after I, I downloaded the book and mm-hmm. started to read it on the Kindle app. But the, the point I'm trying to make people is if you're in a situation where you think something is absolutely critical, sometimes to change your life, you need to make a huge lifestyle change. So don't be scared to make that change if it's something that 
truly, truly drives your heart, mm-hmm. like us wanting to be on the road. You know, and we've sat down and be honest with you guys, we've taken a look at what it's costing us. And, you know, now it's not about how long can we do it. It's more about how can we make this sustainable because it is bringing us every bit of the joy that we thought it was yes. going to. And then some, and yes. we're like, oh, uh, yeah, we're really digging this. We need to, this is what I really would like to go into my retirement years doing exactly what we're doing right now, except for on a little bit more of a leisurely level, because we've yes. had some agendas going on that we've had to do. And now, you know, we thought we were going to be in the clear for a little while until we went back to Maryland. And now, you know, the doctor's thing's coming up and I'm going to have to go get, Certainly. but life happens, you know, and I think life that's going to continue to happen. But we're at an age where, you know, we can get on a bike and do two, three miles, six miles, 20 miles like Rob and I did, mm-hmm. you know. Um, before we can take those mile and a half, two miles, maybe three mile hikes. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be able to do that 15 years from now, 10 years from Who now? Knows? Who knows? So maybe. I feel really good about where we put ourselves. And some people would think that, you know, we put our longevity or our, our lifestyle down the road in jeopardy by doing this, but you're not guaranteed that lifestyle down the road. And I'm not telling everybody you're not guaranteed to, to be here. Yeah. And I'm not telling everybody sell everything you got. And, and run off into the wilderness tomorrow. But, you know, I have a friend of mine um, that I went to high school with, and he he works hard, you know, and we're not on a day-to-day communication basis, but he really, really, really wants to have a private, absolute cabin out in the woods. He's always posting, this mm-hmm. is my dream. If you stay on the course you're on now, that's never going to happen. We all have a limited time on this earth, and the path that you take, the thing that you do, and the places you put yourself in are up to you. You mm-hmm. you have to control the things that control, that you can control, that we're, and maximize those things to give you what you want on the other end. And that comes back to the, the same thing that I was saying earlier about prioritizing things. If you have in this isolated cabin in the woods as a priority to you. And, take and, some steps today to, yes, to take yes. you there. And sometimes yeah. it takes big changes mm-hmm. to make big changes. Agreed. So Agreed. So I have really been talking to myself a little bit this week because because my knee has been bugging me. And I had this whole grand idea about what we were going to do. We were going to do some hikes. We were going to ride our right. bikes while we were here. And my knee said, mm, hold my beer because it. I could barely bend it a couple yeah, of days. It was bad. And kept you awake. Yes. And um, so here's the thing is I had to prioritize a little bit of self-care and it wasn't like major drastic things. It was like allow myself to sleep when I felt like an, like I took a nap the other day. I don't ever take naps, but I just sat like Saturday. Was it Saturday? Friday, Friday. I just wasn't feeling like 100 percent myself. And and then I felt guilty. I'm like, I'm wasting a beautiful day and I'm not doing anything and I should be doing something. And then I had, so then I had to talk to myself and say, hey, you know what? Something's just not 100% right. And you, how long have you dreamt and how many days were you working when you said, I can't wait for the day when I can do this and I can just take a nap at 11 o'clock in the morning for an hour when I want to, or I can sit by a campfire instead of sitting behind a desk and having to do work. How many days did I dream about that? And I had to say, you have this permission. You have to grant yourself this permission to do this self-care, whether it's doing some stretching because my back hurts, whether it's um, doing some squats to build up my quads, whether it's taking a nap or instead of taking 
a long bike ride, I decided to sit by the campfire for a little bit longer. But you still, we still wound up riding a bike or bikes because we really wanted to. And even the past couple of days, it was really chilly. You and I were saying, was it yesterday or this morning? You said, there's a bunch of people standing outside and they're all bundled up Today, and they're around the campfire. <laughs> and I said, that's because they only have the weekend to enjoy this outdoors. And they they're going to take go, whatever, right. And they're going to take it because yeah. they're not going to get it. But we have this opportunity to be able to take it on a Monday or a Tuesday. So I had to give myself a little bit of permission to say, take the nap. You don't do it but a few times a year. And take that extra time and listen to like listen to what your knee is saying. Like I we we climbed an old grain tower. Mm-hmm. I just took my time. <laughs> we rode our bikes for a couple of miles. Um and I was, it, it was a little sore when we came back, but I was okay. And then I go and I sit on a bar stool at a brewery and then I'd screw it all up again. So, but here's the thing. You, self-care should not come with guilt. Right. Self-care is just as important because if you were talking to your best friend and they said, I feel guilty because I took a nap or I feel guilty because I didn't do this, you would say to them, stop. Allow yourself the self-care time that you have earned and you deserve. Now, if you're doing self, I'm doing self-care seven days a week, 10 hours a day. Okay. That's not self-care anymore. Okay. That's just laziness. That's, there's a difference. difference. There's a difference. So remember the importance of self-care without any guilt. But, you know, to add to what you're saying, a lot of times we do things to, try to give us those windows of opportunity if we need them. Mm -hmm. It's our fault or our idea if we decide not to do self-care and insert something else. Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing that we're doing, you know, when we go to a travel day, the day before, we try to kind of stage stuff to take some of that pressure pressure off Mm -hmm. of us. Because if we do want to sit a little bit longer in the morning and have an extra cup of coffee Mm -hmm. or hang tight and, you know, lay sleep in for an extra half an hour, 45 minutes, it won't be detrimental to our travel day. And I think given those, that opportunity, you know, if we take it less than we probably should. Right. I think but, most people do. Yeah. You but know, I, I, I think that's cool, though, that you... But I think it's important to not guilt yourself yes. out of doing the self-care. You know, and it's... it's Even if it's like once a week, a friend, our friend Renee works self-care into her goals each week. And I think that that is fantastic. And I, I told you and I told Mary Lou, when we get to St. Augustine, I'm scheduling a massage. First off, I've got to get a pedicure because my one toe is ingrown. My one toenail is ingrown. I've definitely got to get a good pedicure while I'm there. That's one self-care. And another one is I'm going to I'm gonna plan to get a massage. Mm-hmm. And if you want to come with me, I'd love if you came with me. So, and, but regardless, like, I just feel like I just need to get my back tweaked, you know? Because I was going to get massages on the regular at least once a month when mm-hmm. we were at home. But anyway, self-care, no guilt, treat yourself. I like it. So, so do you have a good news story for I us? I do. This is really cute, too. And I'm, you know I'm, who, uh, uh, I'm in the blind on this one. Sometimes I like to look at them ahead of time. But again, we I was running around doing a couple things while you were getting set up. And you're, you know, you're the... The, the one that pulls all of this together. I'm just the pretty face behind the microphone. So, <laughs> so in New York, there is a uh, gra- graphic design digital artist guy. His name is Max Kolomatsky. And he came up with this really cool guerrilla marketing idea. He saw all these kind of like bland uh, flyers all over the place near his in his neighborhood. So he decided to redo them as random acts of kindness for strangers. So there's a lady who, her name is Myra, and she um, walks dogs, and she's like a pet babysitter. Well, he wound up taking her little black and white, printed out, you know, aerial font, 
and putting it in color and putting her picture that because she had her picture on some of them and putting it up all over the place. And then he wound up also just a simple like we're open. Like it was just written in handwritten like whatever. And he just he redid it for them. So people have reached out to him and asked like, hey, will you do this? He's not doing it to necessarily attract business. He's just doing it to be kind. Wow. And I thought that was really cool because it probably doesn't take him a whole lot of time like to ask you, Mike Quaid, to do to do a flyer or to do any of our like gratitude posts or anything. You would be like, "Uh, but like it some I'm not as good as this guy, but like for me like it doesn't take me that much time right. to do that." You know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. So yep. it yeah, it's pretty cool cuz it really it's not that big of a deal. Nice. I like it. I like it. How about our positive quote for the week? Treasure your relationships rather than your possessions. And that comes from Anthony J. D'Angelo. I uh, like it. I like it. We yeah. uh, we kind of did that when we downsized. So. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right, gang. I hope that you guys are having uh, a good start to your week. We will chat with you guys on Wednesday. Make sure that you are on our Facebook group, The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Make sure you invite your friends. Have you checked out our YouTube channel? If not, you should go subscribe to Positive RV Journey while you're out there, too. Um, anyway, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And give us a five-star rating. We'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday. Until then, be kind, be well, and... Until next time, choose positivity, my friends. <laughs>